and stay awake while driving today. We're going to talk about a famous person you've met. Tell me that story. I want to hear it. Who, who was it? Tell me. Maybe you have more than one story to tell. That'd be great. All right. We'll do it very shortly here. My name is Sarah. This is Stay Awake While Driving. Introductions, enough with this one. Let's just get started. Let's do the five-word challenge today. You have to figure out, you have to memorize these words, and actually a couple of them are a few words, but memorize them and tell me what these words have in common by the end of the episode. We're going to start with Rhode Island Red. Rhode Island Red. Second word, Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock. Number three, Orpington. Orpington. Number four is Bantam. Bantam. And number five is Leghorn. Leghorn. So we have Rhode Island Red, Plymouth Rock, Orpington, Bantam, and Leghorn. We'll come back to these later in the episode. We have not done the fill-in-a-line nursery rhyme for a while, and I still have some on deck. So let's do a few right now, if you would, please. Help me out and finish the lines as I begin them. Ladybug, ladybug, fly away home. Your house is on fire and your children are all gone. All but one. Her name is Little Anne, and she has crept under the warming pan. Or if you said pudding pan, I've heard that one too. Mary, Mary, quite contrary. How does your garden grow? Silver bells and cockle shells and pretty maids all in a row. Little Jack Horner sat in the corner eating his Christmas pie. He put in his thumb, you got it, and pulled out a plum, there you go, and said, what a good boy am I. This is a short little one. I don't know if you know this, but it's a little humorous. Needles and pins, needles and pins. When a man marries, his trouble begins. Hmm. This one my dad says all the time. If if anybody's remotely late or he's talking about anybody being late or anybody being not on time, this is what we get. A diller, a dollar, a 10 o'clock scholar. What makes you come so soon? You used to come at 10 o'clock, but now you come at noon. Generally, he doesn't have to say that one to me because I have my grandmother's habit of being early to pretty much everything. And one more for today. How about Peter Peter the pumpkin eater? He had a wife and couldn't keep her. He put her in a pumpkin shell, and there he kept her very well. That one has always puzzled the heck out of me. Is it a bad relationship situation or just he's doing the best he can? I don't know. You decide. How about you and I do a little bit of random word association today? I'm going to give you a word and give you a chance to respond. First thing, first thing that pops into your brain. Say it. Splurt it out. Splurt it out. Blurt it out. And then I'll tell you what came to mind. 
All right. First word is rose. R-O-S-E. Rose. I thought of valentine. The next word is lean, and that's L-E-A-N. Lean. I thought of mean fighting machine. Lean, mean fighting machine. Next word is dad. D-A-D. <laughs> the word that came to my head today was hat, because my dad always wears a hat. He's known for it, as a matter of fact. Next word is mushy. M-U-S-H-Y. This one for me, it was Mushy Gushy Valentine. It's part of a title for a Junie B. Jones book. And finally, we're going to do one more. The word is discovery. D-I-S-C-O-V-E-R-Y. Discovery. Okay, I bet you you are not going to have gotten the same word I did this time. Penicillin is what came to my mind. Penicillin, and that's because I've been reading on the history of penicillin, which was, in fact, quite the discovery. Let's do some trivia. On Valentine's Day of 1962, which first lady took viewers on a televised tour of the White House? Jackie Kennedy. Fittingly, a North Dakota national park is named for this president who backed legislation to create national parks and preserves. Who would that be? Theodore Roosevelt. Thought by some to be located in Cornwall, it's the legendary site of King Arthur's palace and court. Where would that be found? Or what is it called? What would this be known as? Camelot. When people say you're a little crazy or being silly or foolish, you're considered to be off your... What piece of furniture? Your rocker. When you ask for a donation, the term used is you are passing the... Passing the hat. This character is the non-human villain in the movie 2001 A Space Odyssey. The answer is HAL or HAL 9000. Or if you know what HAL stands for as an acronym, it's an acronym for something. Hmm, can't remember what. If you know it, though, just give yourself a whole boatload of bonus points. Who is Dudley Do-Right's mustachioed nemesis? Snidely Whiplash. What is the term used for photographers who follow celebrities around? Paparazzi. In the epilogue to the novel Moby Dick, this rescued narrator quotes from the book of Job. Call me Ishmael. Name the group that in 2006 became the first hip-hop group to win an Academy Award for Best Original Song. And I'll even tell you the song title. It's Hard Out Here for a Pimp. And it was from the movie Hustle and Flow. 
3-6 Mafia. The top three best-selling books of the 1990s were all by which author? Can you guess? J.K. Rowling. H.G. Wells is often called the father of which type of writing? Which genre? Science fiction. And finally, for which movie did John Wayne win his only Oscar? True Grit. And that is trivia. Let's review the five-word challenge. We have Rhode Island Red, Plymouth Rock, Orpington, Bantam, and Leghorn. And have you figured out what these words have in common yet? We'll reveal all at the very end of the episode. Today, for a memory prompt, we're going to do something along the lines of tell me about a time you met a famous person. And this can be a big-time celebrity. This could be somebody who's just more a local celebrity or even a person who you think is special and should be a celebrity that you finally got to meet. Maybe you're really into a particular niche of knowledge and you met the superstar of that type of information. So it doesn't matter. I mean, it does not have to be a Hollywood superstar. But tell me the story. I'm going to hear the details. How did you end up in that place in time? Was it by happenstance that you ran into this person? Was it just a surprise? Or did you track this person down? You're semi-stalker and you're out there in the middle of the night trying to find this celebrity that you heard was in town or whatever. Were you outdoors or indoors? What were the things you had to do to, you know, have all this happen? You got to tell me all the pieces of that puzzle that made it all fit to have you be at that place at that time to interact with that person. Take some time, cast your mind back, think about all the details of that day, and then tell me your story now, if you would, please. I'll tell you my story of meeting Johnny Depp. He was filming Public Enemies at the time, and in a location near where I live, they were doing filming. It was Hollywood came to town, and I could tell you so much nuance, detail, specifics about the things that went on as a result of Hollywood coming to our small town area that resulted in just crazy stuff you would never have imagined happening, like trees, full-size trees being brought in because there weren't enough trees on location, or an entire cabin being covered with a large black tarp so that it wouldn't be seen on camera. An entire cabin, like someone's house. Or the number of shell casings that were on the ground after the filming, because it was a shootout scene, that were had to be removed after the film crew was gone. And how, for years, people have still been finding them on the grounds. So much random stuff that after my interaction with the film crew coming for this production, I understand how it is movie budgets get to be so enormous. Well, Johnny Depp was on location. He was playing John Dillinger, of course. There were rumors that he was coming out to greet people, random public. The scene set itself was closed off to the public, but the place where they were using as their base to do costume changes and things like that was a little ways away. And so that is where the public kind of hung out. I spent a lot of time hanging out there. I was trying to meet Johnny Depp, yes, but I also was just fascinated with all the comings and goings and things happening in the rumor mill and 
listening to the crowd of people that were waiting to see Johnny Depp specifically and so excited about it and how far away they had come from and how long they had waited and how many other places they had gone to try to see him and stuff of that nature and rumors about where he was staying while he was in the area. All that was just absolutely very intriguing to me to observe. Anyway, it was about the second to last day of filming. Johnny Depp did come out and took pictures with us and said hi to us and signed autographs. It was nice of him. He didn't talk a lot, but it was really cold. It was interesting how he was wearing casual wear, but you could still tell from a mile away, even if you didn't know this was Johnny Depp, you would know that person is not from here. He just had a completely unique style and aura about him. It was it was just an interesting observation. I can't describe it or put my finger on it or say why, but boy, I am telling you that it, it was either the way he walked, the way he dressed, uh, just the air about him where it was like, yeah, he's not from here. <laughs> Definitely not from here. But very nice and polite. Now, lots of things have happened in Johnny Depp's life since then. I, you know... I don't know. But at the time, it was pretty super spiffy neat to meet Johnny Depp and have Hollywood come to my hometown area. That's my story. Now tell me yours. It's that time to reveal the five-word challenge. Tell me what the words slash phrases are today, if you would, please, right now. If you got Rhode Island Red, Plymouth Rock, Orpington, Bantam, and Leghorn, give yourself five points. And do you know what they have in common? That they are all breeds of chickens. Give yourself another point if you figured out that they were all varieties of chickens. That's it for this episode of Stay Awake While Driving. I've always wanted to end these by saying, peace out, bean sprout. I don't know why, and I don't know where that comes from. I have Googled it, and people do say that, but probably not in this century, right? I don't care. Peace out, bean sprout. I hope you are having a safe trip today. And until you and I get a chance to chat once more, drive carefully and take care. 